Hi, this is James Haney, executive producer of Starship Excelsior. I've been putting this off for <laughs> years now, but I need to chat with you for a couple minutes about the nerdiest topic there is. Continuity. Or, as us Trekkies call it, canon. We adore canon. By avoiding contradictions within the created universe, the story gains greater reality. Tolkien called this an act of sub-creation. Canon makes the story come alive. So canon is essential, and it is equally essential for your audience to know what your canon actually is. When Starship Excelsior premiered, it was 2007. The only new Star Trek was novels, fan films, and prequels. We figured we had a blank check to tell stories in the 24th century, and we did. But that was 15 years ago. Today, there is a lot of new Star Trek, some of it set during or even after Starship Excelsior. Because Star Trek is a shared universe owned ultimately by CBS, we have tried to remain consistent with those new stories. This has become untenable. The latest Star Treks have made some bold creative choices that, uh, understandably, do not take into account the speculations of a fan audio drama, uh, no matter how popular we might be. Meanwhile, our series master plan, written 15 years ago, also makes some very bold creative choices which are going to contradict some facts established in the newer Treks. If there's one thing we've learned from the new Trek shows, it's that we must make our story our priority. So instead of changing our whole series plan to avoid conflict with official Star Trek, we are going to finish the tale we set out to tell in 2007. Going forward, Starship Excelsior's canon will include all canon Star Trek from before 2017. We will not contradict that material, at least not deliberately. We will honor the newer shows as inspiration, but we will sometimes conflict with them. Doug Drexler, the multi-talented designer who has worked on Treks old and new, recently speculated that any conflicts between old and new Star Trek can be explained by the timeline splintering during Enterprise's temporal Cold War. Maybe Mr. Drexler's splintered timeline theory applies to Excelsior too. Or maybe these are just two branches of Star Trek growing in different directions. Tonight's episode is a great example of our new outlook and action. Joel Jordan hammered out his wonderful outline for Bound to the Starless Midnight with me way back in 2016, and the plot has remained fundamentally the same throughout development. However, CBS's Star Trek has recently made some creative choices that aligned nicely with the story that we were already planning to tell. Our final revision ended up referencing many of those choices without compromising our story. The result is a new kind of Star Trek fan story, one that is firmly and forever rooted in classic Trek, compatible, for now, with new Trek, but with a distinctively Excelsior spin on both. Whether you're a fan of classic Trek, new Trek, both, or neither, you are a welcome member of our audience, and we hope you enjoy the ride. Many years ago. They say that Romulus was born in fire and passion, but they were wrong. Fire came later. Romulus was born in silence. I welcome thee and thine guards, and offer thee the fire and water of my home. Her name was Tal Shira. I come to serve. He was called Estask. There are many tales of Estask, but this one is true. Thee honors me by thy service. The mother world, Minshara. Vulcan in the mouths of the profane had entered an age of Puritan darkness. Because of Surak. No, Mayek, no. Surak was a great man, 
a font of wisdom, and Romulus would do well to learn from him if the Senate weren't so afraid. But Sirach's followers... We wish to ask a few questions. Within a century of Surak's rise, his movements inquisitors were everywhere. You wish to know my whereabouts on the Calads of Karis, especially at, or around, the third phase after Sunfall. None was more feared than Estask. It is curious that you identify that precise time. Please elaborate. Estask was Surak's greatest disciple. But he had been captured, treated brutally. He'd changed. His passions reawakened, though not yet his honor. There was no Inquisitor more ruthless nor more efficient. That was the hour of a break-in at the offices of the Bureau of Social Inquiry for this segment. That has not been publicly reported. Indeed not. Here are my home network's biometric and traffic records for that hour. Internal and external surveillance footage verifying my presence here throughout that time. The guest list of a dinner party I was hosting for school friends, including several well-known loyalists, all of whom appear in the footage. The Bureau does not use connotative terms like loyalist and passionist. Nevertheless, the elaborate euphemisms you do use have similar effect. My application to join the security services was rejected 0.86 years ago because of doubts about my loyalty. Your obfuscation is both inefficient and illogical. You question my logic? I question no man's logic. I question only logic itself. Sirach, the guidelines. Codex 3.2.2. Flawlessly logical. I commend thee. I accept thine commendation. I have worked for some months to ensure the success of this interview. Months? The break-in occurred only days ago. I myself scheduled this interview only last phase. It was virtually certain that the Passionist movement would retaliate against the Bureau's recent activity. On the Callens, they did. Any competent investigator would eventually interview me, because my father is Varel. The Bureau suspects that Varel is leader of the resistance against logic, that his suspected indulgence of passion makes him an imminent threat to public safety, and has, for some months, sought grounds to exile him into the desert. Then perhaps you anticipate my next question. Yes. On the night in question, my father was breaking into the Bureau offices. Here is a list of those who participated in the break-in. Here is a list of those who provided material aid to the attempt. You will observe several powerful loyalists on that list, including the segment First Minister and three members of your own Bureau. Is the Bureau simply to take your word for this? Perhaps your father has chosen to sacrifice himself to bring scandal on honest men. Corroborating evidence is attached. I believe you will find it conclusive. Moreover, the man you left to guard my door is on that list. He has been listening, and he is about to try to kill you. Stop. Sirol, stop! He sends my brother's family out into the plains of gold to die. He'd never hurt anyone. He just didn't think laughing should be a crime. Now, in the name of the raptor's wing, I commend thee like what... 
I believe that constitutes adequate corroboration, requires a task, both as to my allegations and as to my loyalty. As to the charges, I must concur, Citizen Toshira. As to your zeal for the way of logic, the evidence is substantial. But you do not find it compelling. Your acts today protected yourself. I could have done so far more easily and without saving your life. I have given you every passionist in our segment, including my own father. They will all die in the desert. A foreseen but unintended consequence of their exile. That distinction is relevant to ethicists at the knee of Sirach. Less so to the ones dying of thirst or to their daughters. It would be illogical for a passionist to sacrifice so many of her comrades unprompted. There. <laughs> Listen. The silence. Would it not? In that pause, that moment, Sejura, Estask knew Talshira for what she was. Driven by a passion so fierce, she had sacrificed every passionist in her district just to infiltrate the security service. And yet, he saw the beauty of her logic, the passionlessness of her hatred for Surak. And when the day of the Sundering finally came, when the Vulcans drove us at last off the blood-soaked plains of our beloved homeworld two thousand years ago, Estask stood at the prow of the Ray's helm as the father of Romulus. Alongside his wife, Tal Shira, our mother. So too, her namesakes, the secret agents of the Tal Shiar protect and nourish Romulus like a mother, willing to sacrifice anything to protect her from the Vulcans. But isn't our enemy the Federation? <laughs> Puppets of the Vulcans. The Federation was formed as soon as they needed a scapegoat to hide behind. They may send poor humans to die in the neutral zone, but remember, it is Vulcan that has spent two centuries trying to destroy us, from the first terrible war to the Tomed incident. Did you notice Uhura's first officer was a Vulcan? Kirk's too. To these Vulcan infiltrators in the capital, poisoning our youth with lies of reunification. Father, how can we be sure that Ambassador Spock and his followers are lying? They say our ancestors were not driven from Vulcan, that they chose to leave. We are sure because Mr. Spock is a Vulcan. If you remember only one thing your father taught you, remember that, Mayik. Vulcans always lie. Radek, please answer the door. I believe Mr. Voronosev is here. Kapolrod. Kapolrod, where's Tegas? <laughs> Unloading the shuttle. He's been looking forward to this for weeks. So have we, Uncle. <laughs> I see my children precede me, Citizen Voronosev. My lord. I and all my household are honored to share a meal with one so great as you. Ah, oh, nonsense, old friend. Do you know what they call an equestrian who loses his connection to the people? Deposed. 
You do me a greater service than you know. Certainly worth more than the fancy meals I put on for you a few times a year. And that's before I count the pleasure of your company. Come in, come in. Previously on Star Trek. 129 years from now, a star will explode. I promised the Romulans that I would save their planet. I was en route when the unthinkable happened. The decision to call off the rescue and to abandon those people we had sworn to save was not just dishonorable, it was downright criminal. And I was not prepared to stand by and be a spectator. And now, the revelation. 18 months after the Perudan media coup, the present day. Report. 13,470 evacuees aboard, sir. We'll hit capacity in about 20 minutes. Okay. Elbrun, signal Key Baritan Central Hospital that we're ready for their very important patient. Sly, you have that least time course to Vashti. Straight through a neutron wave, sir, but at five nines, we'll be there in 30 minutes. Then we try to keep the crew awake for another offload cycle? I have Dr. Maya handing out stimulants like candy. Sir, they can't run on stimulants forever. They'll blow apart. The Romulan star system will blow apart in six days. We can nap after the supernova. Acting Captain's Log, Stardate 64644.1. Although the Federation Council withdrew from the Romulan evacuation over a year ago, the Excelsior just happened to be on unscheduled patrol near the neutral zone last week, where we encountered 26 other starships and 104 merchant vessels that also just happened to be on unscheduled patrol. When we received a distress call from Romulus, we were duty-bound to investigate. Reserve Admiral Picard has given Captain Underwood a battlefield commission as Commodore and assigned him to command the civilian flotilla. Personal note, the Federation Council can go straight to the 10,000th hell and probably will, but Starfleet won't let these people down. Sir, did you mean to put a personal note in your official log? Yep. Good man. Any word from Ambassador Spock? Nothing yet, sir, but he's scheduled to deploy the Red Matter any minute. Of course, if he does stop the supernova, we'll just have to put all these people back. We'll nap first. Transporter room reports Chairman Koval is in a stasis pod, and he and his escort are ready to beam aboard. Bridge to Dr. Mike. You have everything you need. Medically, yes. Psychologically, we'll see. I know your feelings about treating the head of the Tal Shiar. A profound irony to be saving the man who tried so many times to kill me after I defected. The Romulan fleet is low on medical supplies and your Starfleet's leading expert on Tuvin syndrome. He probably won't even wake up on the trip to Vashti. He's not the one I'm worried about. Sir? Uh, Go ahead. Energize. Hello, Radek. I have no greeting. For a traitor. A traitor who's saving you and everyone else on the hearth world from a supernova. Oh, yes. Very generous. Who do you think caused that supernova? According to the Vulcan Science Academy, most likely a Romulan experiment with quantum phase inhibitors. Yes. The Vulcans would try to blame us, wouldn't they? You know each other? What Romulan doesn't know the name of the great Radek Selene, the Tal Shiar's favorite errand boy? 
And who could overlook Mayak Selene? Traitor to Romulus. Traitor to the Tal Shiar. And traitor to his own blood. Who are you? We only expected one guard for Koval. I am Proconsul Selever, Governor of Remus and Secretary of the Senate. Koval is... a friend. We'd better get your friend to sickbay. Nurse? Uh, I've got him, Doctor. <laughs> Bridge! What was that? Are we under attack? I'm going up there. We don't know, Doctor. We'll keep you informed. Bridge out. Neva, same question as the Doc. That was a subspace shockwave, sir. Shockwave? What from? Can't be natural. I'm still tracing the source. Uh oh. Brace for impact! That was the leading edge of the supernova! Supernovas don't do that. This one did. Ambassador Spock's mission? Oh, maybe something went wrong. We can't ask! That shockwave fried all long range communications within a light year, sir. Commander Lorock, in the name of the continuing sir, committee. It's a lot worse than calm interference. What's wrong? I'm recalculating the rate of stellar decay and the supernova's velocity, now including the subspace tensors. It will destroy Romulus and Remus in about. 300 seconds. What? what? That's not even six minutes. Neva, we were supposed to have six days. You think I don't know that? My board shows hundreds of millions of people still down there. How many EVAC ships in system right now? Romulan Navy has 22. We have eight Federation, a Ferengi, a Cardassian, and a Klingon warship, plus civilian craft. Underwood and Riker are halfway to Vashti, sir. Your ranking officer. Signal all Alliance ships to prepare for warp on my mark and continue the evacuation. We're not leaving now? No, Mr. Sylvester, we're not. 300 seconds. Enough time to save 1,347 men, women, and children. Every one of them worth a galaxy. Commander, hail the Praetor. Hailing frequencies open. Excelsior, I fear something terrible has happened. It has, sir. Ambassador Spock's mission must have failed. <laughs> oh, just that. I suppose I never truly expected him to try. Although I allowed myself to hope. Alas, we will continue the evacuation as planned. Sir, it... Something has gone very, very wrong. The supernova has accelerated. Praetor, it will destroy your homeworlds in just over four minutes. <laughs> I knew I was a fool to ask for Starfleet's help, but even I only thought Vulcan wanted our homes destroyed. I naively thought extermination was beyond them. Whatever happened here, sir, it was an accident. I don't expect you to know better, Captain. You're only a trill. You don't know Sirach's disciples like we do. Compensate for the shockwave, Sly. Praetor, I need to beam you aboard. Now. We have to get you to safety. I'm afraid not. Praetor! Radek. Captain, perhaps that is the way among your people. 
for a leader to flee while his people suffer behind him. But that is not our way. We are creatures of duty, Captain. And my duty is to the Senate and the people of Romulus. No, Praetor. We need you. More than ever. Radek, you have earned your place. You shall be Praetor. And you will thrive. Everything we've discussed, our new future for Romulus, must still happen. Only you must carry it out, not I. Selavir will try to make herself Praetor. She is Proconsul. In time of crisis, succession falls to the line of Tal Shirah, not the line of Jolan True. We have never faced a greater crisis. Selavir may still try, but she will not yield the sword of Estask. Hetezrena! Sir, supernova hits in one minute. Even with the mightiest blade of our people, I cannot replace you, father. No, my son. You will exceed me. I love you. Both of you. Tell him, will you? He does not deserve it. He deserves death. But passion does not hug the shores of merit. Remember that, and you will do well. Jolan True, Praetor Radek Salim. Jolan True, Ehvad. 20 seconds. Keep beaming. Beam them straight to the bridge if you have to, but save those Romulans. Sir, if this thing gets much closer, it'll scramble my warp plot, and we're in a gravity well. By the time we can see it, we're already dead. Just a few more seconds. Sir, we have to go now. Sly, hit it. Yes, ma'am. Hang on. ETA at Vashti 0318. We've left the Romulus star system. There is no Romulus star system. I'm picking up most of the fleet just ahead, but no transponder from IRW Tyrix or Goraxis. I don't think they made it. Operations. Tell me how many people were left down there. No, sir. I will not. Final Frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Excelsior. 
We are here to learn. We are here to help. We're here to build bridges with the people we find here. To celebrate under stars we've never seen before. Starship Excelsior, a Star Trek fan production. Starring Samuel Gillis as Captain Alex Lorock. Kennedy as Lieutenant Commander Neva. Caitlin Stallenwerk as Lieutenant Commander Yubari Asuka. Jack Luca as Kestra Janaya. And Robert Haddon as Dr. Mayak Selene. Starship Excelsior is proud to present Bound to the Starless Midnight by Joel Jordan. coming around to all the refugee bays. Don't worry, the Rovarin has the best in the Imperial fleet. Good people. Good people. I am your tribune. Hear me. We are lost, and we are afraid. This agony we face. My boy, Tagus, and his mother, they wanted to spend today at the Firefalls one last time before our evacuation tomorrow. And now, no one has ever suffered like this before. No one. I am the Tribune of the Plebeians. I can't tell you there's nobility in our grief, or that our loss serves a higher purpose, because I'm the one man on Romulus who must never tell a lie. What is true is that we will survive. I don't know how. Our beloved Praetor is dead, but the continuing committee continues. And someday, somehow, this anguish will end. I will help you as I can. Miss, what did you say was your mother's name? Navala. I will try to find her. The rest of you, go to your families, those who still have them. They need you. Those who don't, go to each other. You need them. Good job. Here. What is this? 
You gotta eat. No, Bolian. They gotta eat. I'm Tribune. I eat when they've eaten. Oh, very noble. Also, stupid. You're the only thing holding them together. This TFK sandwich is the only thing holding you together. Or will be, once you eat it. And drink this. You know nothing of the Romulan heart, Bolin. Yeah, that's fair. Who are you? Elrak Ovdan. Friends call me El. My boss, Leo, put me on detached service from the Excelsior Bar a week ago. Thought I could give some aid and comfort to the refugees, but... Jehoshaphat. Tribune, I'm so Give that sandwich to one of the children. And where are you going? I promised I'd find Navala. Tribune! Look, I know not all Romulans are this stubborn, because the doctor on my ship played... You know Dr. Saline? You think my ex the only Romulan doctor in Starfleet? Is he... happy? You know him, don't you? Not just by reputation. I miss him, Bolian. We all did. I ill alone... He was never the same. But I cannot indulge us now, and my people's pain is so much greater. Just tell Maya to stay out of his brother's way. I must go. Wait, his brother? Mayak has a brother? Dr. Celine. Nurse, take over. Yes, doctor. Sir? I'm beaming over to the warbird Killerov to talk to what's left of the Romulan government. I want you with me. Respectfully, Commander. I don't think I'd be helpful to you. My defection from the Empire was not... I don't think I'd be helpful. <sighs> All right. But I'd like you close by, at least. I'm sure the refugees on the Killerov could use another doctor. So could the refugees here. There are thousands of people aboard the Excelsior, sir. None of whom have ever seen a Starfleet ship before. I'm responsible for their health. Mike, I know you're not comfortable with this, but I need you. Captain's instinct. Please. You're the acting captain. You could just order me. But I'm not. I have to close up this patient. Five minutes. And Mike. I know this can't mean much, but I'm so sorry. It was a beautiful world. I tried for so long. To pretend it wasn't mine. 
And now when I close my eyes, a sailing trip with my father across the Apneck Sea when I was nine. Just me and him and my brother. And I keep asking, how can a whole ocean be gone? I can't imagine. Commander. Yes? You said what's left of the government. Will the Praetor be there? Was he evacuated? No. He gave up his place so we could save more civilians. I see. Five minutes, sir. This emergency session of the Continuing Committee of the Romulan Senate is called to order in Cabin AEL-5 of Imperial Warbird Kilarov. There's still Starfleet in the room, Proconsul. Starfleet will remain. We can no longer stand apart, Tover. Better Commander Lorak than some Klingon. Not all of the Committee agrees with your assessment, Selavir. You'd rather the Klingons? I'd rather the Romulan Star Empire, Proconsul. We have little time before Vashti, so I will be brief. You have no right to chair this meeting, Selavir, because you are not the Praetor. I'm very sorry about your father, Radek, but the Praetor is dead. The Praetor is speaking. The sword of our father. A blade does not a Praetor make, young Radek. Nor does an empty title bought through patronage, my elder proconsul. Can't this wait, Deputy Chairman? Our people stand on the edge of obliteration and you crave my office? I don't want an office, Selavir. I want an answer. To what question? What do you plan to do about the destruction of our hearth worlds? Our empire no longer has the time nor resources to spare on frippery Intrigues, speeches, keeping the Remans in line. Resettle. Rebuild. Nothing else matters. With the outsiders by our side at every step, no doubt. There is no alternative. And we extend our greatest respect. There is one alternative, Selavir. Resettle, rebuild. Revenge. That was my father's new future for Romulus. His vision after we learned of the Vulcan plot to destroy us. And his mission is a mantle I reluctantly accept. You don't seriously expect the Continuing Committee to confirm you in this madness, Radek. The Vulcans? What? Our best scientists confirm this. I have the greatest respect for this committee, but I claim this burden not by their authority, but by the authority of Talshira and of Estask. The ancient privileges are mine. You are here to speak for Chairman Koval's Tal Shiar, Deputy Chairman. You aren't even on this committee. This committee does not have the power of the sword. Observe. We've changed course. Bridge, this is Tovir. 
report. Senator, the killer of has just turned towards Federation space. I did not order this. I am receiving reports that all Romulan ships in the convoy have just changed course as well. All by themselves. Not by themselves, Admiral. By the will of your Praetor. Close intercom. Members of the committee, just as Proconsul Selavir says, our intrigues can wait. Our people stand on the point of obliteration. When the crisis is passed, I will humbly submit myself to this body for the confirmation of my office. Until then, Starfleet! Me. You are now a hostage of the Romulan Star Empire as I lead it towards salvation. And where exactly is that? On the homeworld. Romulus is gone, sir. Romulus was never our homeworld. Ma'am? Now they're cloaking. Yellow alert. Incoming message from Captain uh, Commodore Underwood. On screen. Reports are coming in from everywhere, Commander. All Romulan ships have changed course. All ships in the convoy, or all ships in the sector? It seems... All the Romulan ships in the universe. Admiral Picard is coordinating with Starfleet. Trying to set up a tachyon grid now they cloaked. Only they're not too happy with him at the moment for saving the Romulans in the first place. Starfleet will do the right thing. Meantime, I'm supposed to find out where they're all going. Sly, have you a course plot for me? Triangulating with the data you sent over, it's hard to tell because they cloaked so quickly. That's why we pay you the big bucks, Lieutenant. Not that we care about such things in this century. Lieutenant? Yes, sir, I know. I, I have a general heading just narrowing it down to... Oh. Report. They're going to Vulcan. The entire Romulan Navy is on a direct course to Vulcan. Two thousand years after they left in anger. They're coming home to roost. General Hanas, we didn't expect you on this comm frequency. What an unpleasant surprise. Not as unpleasant as what your gang of outlaw do-gooders just unleashed on the galaxy. The largest Romulan fleet in history pointed straight at a founding Federation planet. I hope you're proud of yourselves. Starfleet Command is not. Starfleet Command is wrong sometimes. For example, they hired you. General Isaac Brahms hired me, Asuka. But what are you doing here? And for that matter, where actually are you? The Sentinel is under cloak. We've been here all along. Like every other military strategist for the past two centuries, we know we can't just take Romulans at their word. A lesson you and Picard forgot. And look where it's got us. I have something. What? A transmission from the Kilarov, set just before the course change. Very short, just a few bytes, hiding in routine subspace traffic. What's it say? It's encoded and too short to decrypt. But my guess is it was a trigger. It said, do the thing and do it now. It wasn't long enough to include details or coordinates for Vulcan or anything. Which means... Somebody, probably somebody on the Killerov, planned this course change a long time ago. Very well. 
Then, I need you to show me how to make a fleet-wide communication. I'm sorry, Tribune. I can't give you fleet-wide. Then I will speak to Commander Valal myself. It's not the Commander, sir. We can't get through. I can give you ship-wide and... And whoever's controlling the ships, we think they're listening in. But beyond that... Very well. You've done your duty. And the people? How do you find them? Uh, The people are loyal. Centurion. I know honesty does not come easily. But remember, I am Tribune. He was supposed to meet me here. Please. The people are afraid. And they've every right to be. Open the channel. Channel open. Good people of Romulus, if you would honor your lowly tribune, hearken. The rumors we have all been hearing are true. The Rovaran has changed course. So have the other ships. Commander Valal, a good man, is at a loss. Some powerful Imperial directive has taken control of our ship. You have suffered enough today. You need soft beds and warm food more than anything. And this ship provides neither. I do not know why we have diverted from Vashti Colony, which is both an ample supply. But it is my honor as your tribune to find out and to speed us toward what little comfort we have left. Praetor Selavir, or whoever is listening, whoever has seized control of the Romulan Empire, the Tribune on behalf of the people demands the right of Relatio. Explain your actions to our satisfaction, or be deposed. Channel closed. You think they'll listen? If they know their history, If they know what happened to those who have fought the Tribune's intercession, then they will either listen, or they will destroy this ship to silence me. Kinda wish I'd talked you out of it now. Praetor, look what we found roaming among the plebeians. Mayak, a traitor. Who has come home. Only to face judgment. Ah, uh, uh. Doctor? I'm... I'm all right. Just... Why'd you hit me? I was coming peacefully. He probably thought you were a Vulcan. We all look like Vulcans. Yes, but you talk like one. And this is a dark day for Vulcans. The guardsmen are coming out of the shadows at last. The truth of our sundering shall finally be known. <laughs> The guardsman? You're still playing at that? I thought you made deputy chairman or something. The guardsmen have always been the true power on Romulus. For centuries, we've worn the Tal Shiar like a mask. Made it serve us. Mike, what's he talking about? The Tal Shiar is full of little secret fantasy clubs. They compete for power, which is what makes the Tal Shiar act like a paranoid schizophrenic computer half the time. You ever heard of the Zatvash? Uh, no. Oh, good. And at least someone in the galaxy hasn't. The Guardsmen are just another cult with delusions of purpose. The Guardsmen have kept the flame of truth burning for almost 2,000 years. 
the truth of why we left Minshara, a who drove us from our native sands. Oh, please, Radek. I've been to Vulcan. Do you want to know how Romulus was really born 2,000 years ago? It wasn't in silence. That's outrageous. They wouldn't dare do that raw. Frankly, it beggars belief. I'm afraid it's even worse than that, gentlemen and daughter. Our friends in the ministry smuggled me this tidbit last night. The Central Bureau of Education is sending an auditor to Rawl segment. We know what that means. The same thing has happened in Vulcan Rigor. They're going to indoctrinate our kids with logic. A takeover of the schools! False. Records show no audit in Rawl until two years later. And the auditor sent to Vulcana Rigar was there to address falling math scores, not to purge heretics. It gets worse. There are rumors, rumors only, but they come from sources on the mind trees that everyone should take very seriously. And you should research it yourself if you're interested. But they say there's a strong chance the adepts of Saleya will ban love matches by the end of the year. What? If the Surak worshippers want arranged marriages for their own children, fine. If they think it's logical to spend the rest of your life with someone you don't love... But my sons will marry the loves of their lives. Never happened. Customs change, but Vulcan law has stayed neutral on the marriage question for millennia. Yes, it is love, Mendes, that most perfect act of unreason that shall be our children's final refutation of logic. My daughter, too, shall marry for love. Father... I will do whatever is necessary to protect our way of life. Tal Shira, I love your passion even more than I love that you're so eager to share fire and water with our brotherhood. Is there more ale? For Mendes? Yes. For you? Mm-mm. You get any more tipsy, and you'll be stopped by an inquirer long before you manage to break into the Bureau. Ah, you're not wrong, daughter. Pharrell, are you certain about the Inquirers? They might just be what the Ministry says they are. What if we don't need to fear them? Have faith, Govas. Great things are moving, just out of sight. Our enemies are wily, and many are deceived. But our Brotherhood is wide awake to their lies. Look closely. Look not just at the things but at the connections between the things. Then you will know the truth. That part's not even wrong. It's just words strung together. But those words were enough to suck this young man Govis into their cult. Days later, they attacked the local Bureau of Social Inquiry, leaving two dead. Their insurrection spread across the world, but logic spread faster until the Brotherhood of the Raptor's Wing was so outnumbered, they decided they had no choice but to leave the planet. Romulus was born in the warped brains of a few old men gullible enough to believe anything that made them feel like the good guys. Even if they had to make it up themselves, they fled a persecution of their own imagining. Praetor, word from the bridge. The Tribune has contacted us. He demands relatio. Ha! <laughs> Good for Uncle Voron. 
Then we'll let the fleet see our discussion. It's sad, Mayak. Truly sad. You'll believe anything the Vulcans tell you, won't you? You mean, will I trust a 2,000-year-old preserved computer log I personally inspected in the Vulcan archives over some bigoted oral tradition Father handed down to us? Vulcans always lie. Can't you remember how sure he was? Didn't you ever wonder why? Do Vulcans seem like the sort of people who'd lie about an education audit 20 centuries ago? Radek, have you ever actually talked to a Vulcan? He has a point, Radek. Proconsul, are you still here? You defected, Mayak. You haven't seen the proof. Manuscripts, penned in Estask's own hand. Accounts of the Inquisitor's brutal re-education centers. Kartavas, sole proofs, which we have been gathering and guarding for centuries, waiting for the day when the truth could finally be proven. Fine, I have an open mind. Show me your proof. Where is it? In the Black Vault, 10,000 meters below the Senate floor. So what you're saying is your proof's gone, vaporized in the supernova. Convenient. Yes. Very convenient for the Vulcans who worked so hard to destroy the evidence, to destroy Romulus, and today, finally succeeded. But rest assured, brother, I have seen the truth with my own eyes. If you won't have faith in your family, then have faith in your Praetor. Praetor? I think you should have some faith in your people. The Federation wishes to address the Empire? Remember, Commander, the people are listening. You're responsible for millions of refugees. You're taking them, if I understand you, to invade Vulcan, a fortified world at the heart of Federation space. They need food and shelter. Starfleet is helping provide that. And it's there on Vashti. You're the Praetor, of course. It is your right to make war where you would and to order your troops where you may. You are so gracious, Starfleet. But what about your people? You haven't given them a choice. You've seized control of their ships. I think you should release them. Or do you not trust them to follow you freely? The one I don't trust is you, Starfleet. You're trying to divide my invasion force so that the Vulcans can finish the job of exterminating my people piecemeal. Look, I don't know what happened 2,000 years ago, but you can't seriously believe that the Vulcans caused the supernova that destroyed Romulus. I don't believe it. I know it. I have seen in the Black Vault the proofs of their treachery, their hatred for us. And today, I find they have achieved all they ever wanted. The death of Romulus. You can't charge and sentence a race for genocide without an ounce of hard evidence. I have no need of evidence. I have eyesight. Look at what's in front of your face, Captain. The mysterious death of our star. The Vulcan Federation offering help and then withdrawing in our most dire hour. And then, just when Starfleet intervenes at the last moment to save us, the Vulcans suddenly offer their miracle red matter, which they just happen to have ready. But they deploy it just a few minutes too late to actually save us. My brother here would now turn back to those murderers and beg for scraps. Food and a bed in exchange for an empire. No! 
We will go to our homeworld, the world the Vulcans stole from us, and we will demand their blood, their soil, their lives, in payment for our families and our homes. And if they will not surrender... Praetor, please. The Federation never wants a war. But the Romulan people wouldn't even survive one right now. We have to find a peaceful, sane solution. You talk of sanity like I'm some madman, and not the deputy chairman of the Tau Shiar. Like this isn't what every Romulan knows in his bones from the day of his unclouding. Our Vulcan cousins banished us from our homeworld and sent us out into the cold of space to die. But when we found a better world and forged a galactic empire unrivaled by any, they hid behind humanity's skirts. We flourished, they languished. And when they saw our greatness, they sought to destroy us. But they will not, because my people are not refugees. They are not hostages. They are Romulans. We will return to Vulcan this day, not as supplicants, not as brethren, but as conquerors. Not as supplicants, not as brethren, but as conquerors. That's it, ma'am. That's all we got. Well, he's nuts. That speech went out to everyone, Asuka. Every comm relay from here to Bajor picked it up. Speaking of the neutral zone, we're going to enter it in a few minutes. If their fleet is holding course... Then the Federation will be at war in a few minutes. Incoming message from General Hannes. She's going to want to shoot them. There's hundreds of thousands of innocent people on those ships. That's why we need a better option, Neva. Use science. Use engineering. Hell, use Technobabble if you have to. I'll do my best. Okay, Sly. On screen. Acting Captain Ibari. Or should I say acting, acting Captain? General, you want to shoot them, right? And you're calling to make sure we'll help you shoot them? Only if they violate Federation space. General, if I had a newspaper, I'd smack you with it. Commander, I am acting on the direct authority of the Federation no. Council and Transmission. And that saves some time. Neva? I'm going to try to cancel the remote control signal. The encryption is tricky, but we have a good guess at the plaintext. If I can reverse it, it'll free the fleet. Radek will be just another madman, and the Romulans can arrest him when we reach Vashti. Sure. How long? Ah, uh, now. That's the trick, right? Reports indicate the Federation massing forces at Outpost Sierra 6. Abandoning our people on Vashti and the other EVAC worlds, no doubt. There is Klingon assistance en route as well. Then we'll have to brush the Starfleet aside before their dogs arrive. And when they do arrive, we'll fight them off with what? Proconsul. You'll have a fleet full of civilians who've just been through the worst star battle in a dozen years. Guard! Move the prisoners to the bedroom and soundproof it. In. There. Now. Praetor, we have a chance for peace here, but we won't once the shooting starts. Now. Okay, we're going. So, now that we're alone... Yes? Did I hear all that correctly? I knew you had younger siblings, but that man is your brother. He was. I hardly recognize him. But I think that's because I've changed, not him. 
Everything he says, I believed all that. Not even that long ago. But if Radic is your brother, then your father... Was the last Praetor, yes. But he was just a tall Shi'ar colonel when I was growing up. And the fact that you were the crown prince of the Romulan Star Empire just never came up in conversation? I was thoroughly debriefed when I defected. My Starfleet file lists my place and date of birth. I never lied to any of my shipmates. You never exactly told the truth, either. Do you routinely volunteer the truth about your least favorite parts of yourself, sir? Okay, you're right. Sorry. I wanted you to know me as a doctor. A doctor who did some bad things for the Tal Shiar and is trying to make up for them. That's who I am today, sir. Not that raving lunatic in the other room. I assume you're not referring to me? Proconsul Selvier. To what do we owe the pleasure? I only have a minute. I told that little snot the bedroom hadn't been security swept yet. I'm listening. If I get you to a comm relay, could you transmit our cloaking frequency to your starship? Without being detected, I assume. If our intent is to remove Deputy Chairman Selene from power, not being caught would be ideal. <sighs> Alright, glad to hear that. I'll just need to coax your antenna to force a feedback loop in the Excelsior's deflectors, and then... What the? It worked! Captain, the Excelsior is yours. Huh? You'd better hurry, sir. We just took down the whole Romulan remote control system. Good job, ladies. I shouldn't be surprised you got me out of there. Really probably should have stopped being surprised after about the fourth time we saved you and Captain Underwood. The Romulan ships are all free. Yes, sir. Open hailing frequencies. Hailing frequencies open. To all Romulan ships, this is Captain Lorak of the Starship Excelsior. The remote control has been broken. You're free. Another signal coming in. Brothers and sisters of Romulus, I, Selevere, your true praetor, with the help of our allies, have foiled the pretender Radek and restored control of your ship. Rise up. Take back your ships from Radek's spies. Then we can return to Vashti and begin the hard work of reclaiming the glory of the Romulan Empire. Stand with me, children of Estask. Her speech was better than mine. She had an unfair advantage. Legitimacy. Are we sure of that? I don't know much about Romulan succession law. You just told me Radek's nuts. Oh, yeah, he's definitely nuts. But is he the Praetor? Of course not. He's going to get all those people killed. Why don't we ask Mike? Where'd you beam him? Wait, Mike was with you? Wait! You didn't get him? Oh, sorry, sir. Sensors couldn't pick him out. Too many other Romulans. We're starting to receive responses from Romulan ships from all over the sector, sir. Well, I guess Mike won't have to worry once the Romulans take back their fleet. On speakers. This is Sub-Commander Tellerin of the IRW Sharvanek. We await the orders of Praetor Radek, Selene. I am Jovera, a mother and daughter of Romulus. Our ship stands with Praetor Selene. I am Korik. I gave my leg and eye for Romulus in the Gorn War, and I am glad to give Praetor Selene my life for the survival of our race. No, yes. Wow. Yes. 
Yes. My name is Hesrin. I am. I speak for my ship. I am seven years old. Justice for Romulus. Justice for Romulus. This is Voron, Tribune of the People. I, and only I, speak for all the people of Romulus. Praetor Radex Saline, you would lead your people to war in the midst of their darkest hour. And the people are honored to be so led. That's enough. Close Let's channel. Let's take back off. If the cloaked ships held their last known course, the lead Romulan ships just entered the neutral zone. Then they've made their choice. Hanas was right. What have you done, Tribune? What had to be done, Bolin? Get out of here. Save your skin. What? You were too scared to stand up to those people on the comm? You could have put a stop to this. If they had been silent, I would have spoken for the Praetor. My whole family died today. And now I learn it was at the hands of the Vulcans? You believe that nonsense? Are you out of your mind? He's using you! All of you! I have known Radek Selene since he suckled at his wet nurse's breast. A passionate man, yes, and a cunning keeper of secrets, but no fraud. But you, Bolian, you lie about the Praetor like every Federation spy. Now run home to your Vulcan masters. Tell them we are coming. Oh no! You're not leaving this spot until you fix this, Tribune. Get back here! Unhand me, dog! Guards! I thought we were alone. The Tribune of Romulus is sacrosanct, Bolin, and you laid forceful hands on me. I told you to escape. Now, you'll either die in our brig during the battle, or I'll see you thrown to the Salots in Vulcan's Forge after we win. Take him away! Brother? Brother? Perhaps I should start by thanking you. What for? If your captain hadn't broken my control, I never would have known that Romulus stood with me. You gave them a choice, and they rejected your weakness. What greater gift for a praetor? Still, you're a traitor, and your captain broke my hostage arrangement. I should shoot you. Okay. You don't think I would? Radek, you punched a teacher when you were seven years old. There's a lot of things your soul is missing, but rashness isn't one of them. Instructor Tremere was destroying you for his own gain. Yes, he was. I can never repay you for that. Come home, Mayak. You'd have me? No. I hate you, brother. I can't change that anymore. But father, he never recovered from your leaving. He sent assassins after me. He did what he had to do as praetor. 
But he wanted you back. He wanted his son back. Come home, Mayak. I'll wipe the slate. For him. I can't. You're reckless. It saved me, Radek. But it's going to destroy our people. And for nothing. An ancient bigotry our father taught us. You sit in a room with your people. Your brother. With the lies of Vulcan at last exposed to all Romulus and still... You only hear what the Vulcans tell you. I've known call girls who showed more backbone to their pimps. Rotten hell, Mayak. And remind yourself every hour that the only reason you're still breathing is the love of a father you betrayed. Computer, activate Hollow Communicator. Destination, the Presidential Palace on Earth. Mr. The Rock. Good. Uh, the President will be here in a moment. Admiral Parker. Glad they got you back safe, exec. You might not be, after the Federation Council's through with you. The Federation Council did more to fuel the Romulan's anger than any... Ten hut! At ease, take a seat. This is Sulan, the Vulcan First Minister. Peace and long life. All right, gentlemen, I'd like to start this off with a question. Just who in the hell do you people think you are? Um, pardon me, sir? The Federation Council made a decision to leave Romulus alone. You might not like it, I might not like it, but it was the Council's decision to make, and you all defied it. Mr. President, their decision was wrong. It was immoral. Oh, I see, I see. That leads me to another question, then. Who in the hell do you think you are? The Federation Council is the democratically elected government of the United Federation of Planets. Every one of them secured at least 16 billion votes to take that seat. Who voted for you, Mr. Uh, Mr. I don't even know who you are. Acting Captain Alexander the Rock commands the Starship Excelsior, Mr. President. He was held captive by the new Praetor until a few minutes ago. And this no-name saw fit to drag the Federation into a war? The Starfleet has gone too far, Admiral, and I swear this time you will be brought to heel. This is a democratic republic, not a military junta. Yes, Mr. President. But first, I apparently have a war to win. Admiral Riker has been demoted to captain and assigned to patrol the Glintara sector, which leaves you as ranking local officer, Athos. I've just heard from Ambassador Korg that the Klingon 4th Strike Fleet is prepared to meet our forces at Outpost 6, just inside the Gravitic Perimeter. There's plenty of firepower, but will it get here in time? We don't need it to. Send the Klingons to Salem 1, stage there, then join the battle in progress. They should be able to catch the Romulans in a pincer. That'll be an awfully bloody business, General. We have the numbers. Casualties will be within... With all due respect, General. Admiral, Mr. President. Until the Romulans cross the border, I am still the senior officer on the scene. 
I was in charge of the Romulus evacuation when they lost their world. And I believe I still am. We're a bit beyond evacuation, Acting Captain. Try and keep up. As far as I'm concerned, Mr. President, I am still responsible for saving those Romulan lives, and I am not about to quit. Haven't the Romulans made that choice for us, Exec? No, sir. There's still a better way. We can't fail these people. We can't fail ourselves. I thought I'd made myself perfectly clear, mister. Starfleet does not set policy in this room. Mr. President, what if Earth was rubble-orbiting a supernova? What if someone, an Admiral Cartwright, a Mussolini, a Macaulay Inzor, told us that Romulus was responsible? Would we, frightened, broken, and homeless, would we still fight for peace? Would we be able to trust our enemies after two centuries of fear? Hypotheticals are not the issue here, mister. A Romulan invasion the fleet is... The government of Vulcan agrees with the acting captain. First Minister, with respect, that fleet is coming to conquer your planet. The Excelsior needs time to rectify the situation. Vulcan requests that a response fleet, accepting a small picket force, pull back from the neutral zone to the Vulcan home system. That will give you sufficient time for a peaceful alternative, acting Captain Lurok. I swear it. If you must. You can't be... <clears throat> if we have to hold off the assault inside the Vulcan star system, First Minister, we can't guarantee Vulcan safety. In fact, we can pretty much guarantee that millions of innocent Vulcans will be killed. I must agree with the General, sir. Admiral. Has Starfleet ever attacked an inhabited star system? Only when absolutely necessary to end an armed conflict, First Minister. The risk to civilians is too great otherwise. At the heart of logic is Surak's most austere teaching. Wage peace. You would risk an alien world to end a war, Admiral. The Vulcan people would risk their own world to prevent one. Look, I don't want a war. I don't want state funerals. If there's a chance to stop this, and the Vulcans are all right with it, fine. Starfleet, your orders are to rendezvous at Vulcan and defend it at all costs. Sir, yes, sir. But, Mr. President, you have to consider End the transmission. full defense of... Pit <sighs> now I've just got to find a way to get the Romulans talking. Don't you have a fleet to run, Radek? Do you have time for more sibling bickering? I only came down to warn you, brother. Never to show so much as a toenail in Romulan territory again. You will not survive. Starship Excelsior, drop your shields and perform prisoner exchange in four, three, two, Wait, one. Wait, Activate. Welcome back, Dr. Selene. Or do we call you Princeling now? How did I- We made a deal with Radak. A prisoner exchange. Who did we have that he wanted that badly? That's the part I really didn't like. Prater, I don't want you to do or not do anything that would limit your options. I'm just asking for a conversation. I'm just asking you to think- Something I noticed working for the Tal Shiar. 
When you Federation types ask for a conversation, what you really want to do is lecture. Praetor on the bridge. At ease. Okay, I know you trust your dad, and you trust the Tao Shiar, and you say there's evidence I haven't seen. Fine. But isn't it just possible, even if it's just one in a million, that you're wrong? What if you lead your people into extinction? You know nothing of faith, do you, Captain? You've never believed in anything except what you can see and feel. How lonely you must be. Well, you'll have something to see soon enough. They've destroyed our world, but we learned long ago that the Vulcan mind witches of Salea, in their arrogance, have their own records of what really happened. It is kept in a secret, shielded chamber at the pinnacle of the Hall of Ancient Thought, opened only once each year for a changing of the guard. And soon, Salea will be our capital. It is dangerous for the entire continuing committee to stay aboard one ship. Permission to disembark. So you can stab me in the back, Proconsul? I think not. There are few warbirds as powerful as the Killerov, Praetor. Send me to the Kretak. It is no match for you. No. To her sister's ship, the Ravarin. And two other high-ranking senators will accompany you. You will not be replacing me today. As you wish, Praetor. You're right. I don't put my faith in many things, sir. But I do have faith in one thing, and that's always been enough. And what's that? Peace. We can find the truth. Even punish the guilty, if you're correct. Without bloodshed. You know, I think my father might have agreed with you, Captain. He knew what really mattered. And that's what made him such a good praetor. Then why not follow his lead? Because my father was murdered, along with countless millions of his people. You see peace as a choice, an aspiration. But you're wrong. Peace is a memory, achingly sweet to look upon. But from us separated by a chasm vaster than the universe itself. Old girl, I need to get back to engineering. Don't you know what's happening out there? Alright, fine. But I don't know why you had to develop a feedback loop in the deflector assembly now. <clears throat> Hold on. That should have shut you down. What's... What is the pattern? That's not one of our command pathways. It looks a lot like... Some kind of data packet. This is Proconsul Selevier to the USS Excelsior. Please respond. Okay, sorry, old girl. You were right, as usual. Proconsul, this is Commander Kestrogenia receiving your transmission. It was pretty clever using your transceiver to encode it in our deflector backwash. But you're really lucky we found it. That's what I said. Tribune, please. The other Senators will be back soon. Miss, I must speak to your Commander. We have an opportunity and little time to use it. Has your Commander ever used a Rutian shifter? Sirs, the Excelsior is no longer pacing our fleet. They're jumping to high warp. Destination? 
Vulcan. So they're joining the combat fleet there. Seems your own crew has given up on this dream of peace. Have a little faith, Praetor. I do. Elder, the Chamber of Record remains empty. Younger, your report is noted. Come, it is time for the daily ration. That is logical. Was that supposed to be a transporter? Not a transporter. This chamber is shielded. As I explained, we used a Rutian shifter to get through. Why don't we use these all the time? Because if you use it six times, you die. I've started the recording. May we proceed? I would like the Vulcan treachery confirmed and our Praetor vindicated as quickly as possible. If you say so, Uncle Voron. Hmm. The faster we can get your Praetor's pack of lies out of the way, the faster we can negotiate the surrender of your invasion fleet. Any idea which way? I suggest we work our way toward the center. Makes sense to me. Now entering the Minshara star system, sir. Detecting a large Federation force near Vulcan, including the Excelsior. They're at battle stations. Romulus shall answer their challenge. Drop cloak. Sound combat alert. Dropping cloak. Our comrades are doing the same. Praetor, we outnumber them. But you're counting Romulan cargo carriers armored lasers against Lunar-class starships. Please, there's still time. Navigator, take us in. I believe it will be just around this corner. You're basing this on what? Another hunch? I'm starting to believe this artifact doesn't even exist. Then perhaps you'd better come around this corner. Whoa! That is a really big mural. Look closer. Those aren't lines of paint. They're words. In ancient times, our great historians wrote their books like this. In the shape of art. This is Vulcan's history of the Sundering. Well, that's what we're looking for, right? So let's set up those pattern enhancers. Tribune, you still filming? You are trespassing. Please do not move. Identify yourselves. Sorry, boys. Don't have time today. General? Phasers. What? My phaser's dead. Mine too. All energy weapons are disabled in this chamber. Only physical weapons, such as this Lirpa blade, are operative. Left? Right. Go. Please stand down. There is no need you buddy, a little help. Maybe use that Lurpa you just grabbed. <laughs> Never much like Lurpa. You're the javelin girl. I didn't know the Lurpa could be thrown like that. Eh, you're really not supposed to. You know, Commander, between breaking into the Hall of Ancient Thought and taking down a Kolinar monk, I might be starting to like you. I grow on people. Like a disease, so I'm told. Let's get the pattern enhancers up so we can get a comm signal through. I've got them. And, uh, 
Does anyone actually know how to read Ancient Vulcan? That'll be me. Admiral, Praetor, we're detecting a Romulan signal on the planet's surface. Romulan? What is it? A pattern enhancer, sir, at the peak of Mount Salea. And a communication. On speaker. Praetor, it is Proconsul Selevere. What are you doing on Vulcan territory, Selevere? Making straight your paths, Radek. We have something you should see. She won't breathe a word of it to me. And I can't read ancient. But I'm getting it all on tape. Uncle Vor... I mean, Tribune. You found it. You found the proof. Come on, Praetor. You should be here for your vindication. You mean his arrest, after he's proved a liar. I assure you, no one knows what this mural says except me, Praetor. You should see it for yourself either way. Landing party out. Well, Praetor? Are you going? Hmm. It could be a trap. Coward. Excuse me? You're not afraid of a trap. You know this fleet would only be stronger if you became a martyr. No, you're afraid of being wrong. You know Selavia would only invite you down if she had enough to prove you wrong. Vulcan didn't force the Romulans into exile, and Vulcan had nothing to do with the supernova at Romulus. And after all these years of conspiracy theories, you don't want to know. You want to lead this fleet to its destruction in ignorant bigotry. Now... I'm not too brave a man myself, Radic. But if there's one cowardice I can't stand, it's ignorance. How dare you! Vulcans didn't cause Romulan problems. Romulans did! I'd stake my life on it. You just did. Tovir, bring the sword of Estask. Navigator, prepare for transport. Yes, sir. All hail our brave Praetor. Mayak, you seriously can't read this? Ancient Vulcan? How could he? Romulans, Vulcans. It's the same race. Basically the same language, right? <laughs> General, how well can you read French? Actually, I took a few classes Eighth in high school. century French. Point taken, Doctor. Look, I know what it says. It's proof my family fell for a bunch of conspiracy theories. Huh. So you can read it? No, I'm just not insane. I'm all right. Shut up. Proconsul? Welcome, Praetor. The mural is behind you. It's huge. The relevant portion begins at the Ninth Tessellation. Praetor, I beg permission to broadcast this glorious moment to the entire fleet. A moment, Uncle. Praetor, if you're too scared to read it aloud, I will. Begin broadcasting, Tribune. It begins, and as the dawn of the second century of the New Age drew near, the people were troubled, for there were yet those who were dangerous and wild, who would not accept the gentle yoke of logic. At last our designs to win them by subtle acts of waging peace came to naught, and we could afford the risk no longer. And so we drove them forth from every home and every, every school, school, from Shakar to Salea. We banished the brotherhood of the raptor's wing, man, woman, and child. We absorbed their retaliations as necessary penance, then sent them into the great deserts of our world. Then, at last, 
we saw to it that there was nowhere left for them but the last desert, the emptiness beyond Minshara, where they will surely perish. This we did because the logic of our survival demanded it. Yet this is not the logic our father Sirach taught. And it must not be the logic our children learn. Reader, let this plinth be the only true record of our terrible expedient. A reminder to ensure there is no other. I was right! The Vulcans wanted us dead from the start. And when they found they failed, they started trying to finish the job. Tribune! The fleet saw this? Yes, Redek. Every word. Your father would be so proud. Proconsul, why are you lying? Excuse me? The mural doesn't say that. Why not? It can't. And yet it does, General. An excellent translation, Praetor. I should have been proud had I had thee for a pupil. Vulcans! You reveal yourselves at last. We have removed the shielding. There is no purpose in hiding this place any longer. Who are you? I am First Minister Sula. This is Tavril, High Priestess. We welcome you, Praetor. We offer thee the fire and water of our home. For now you know, this world is thine home as well. Uh, isn't one of you supposed to be the designated survivor? All ships, target Mount Salea. Where are your bodyguards, your armies, surrounding the mountain as we speak? We bring only ourselves. We wish to deal peace with thee, as our ancestors should have done 2,000 years ago. Enough lies! You think I will not use this sword? <gasps> High Priestess! <gasps> that was but the first blow struck for our millions honored dead. And now, Minister, you'll tell us what your ploy is, or you'll be the second. You must do what you think best, of course. Yet we, I, bring no army against you. Only a handful of us knew what that mural said. Ambassador, there is sufficient evidence on this plinth to conclude that Vulcan wants all Romulans dead, and only a fool would fail to notice how close you are to getting what you want. Vulcans made the red matter that nearly erased us, and you would have us believe you deal peace? We are trying to help Romulus, to begin to make up for what we did at the Sundering. But logically, you cannot trust us. Your uncountable dead cry out for vengeance, and our forefathers have placed us in the wrong. Logically, the High Priestess and I concluded that there is only one solution. We surrender. What? Vulcan surrenders to the Romulan Empire, immediately and unconditionally. Your fleet is free to land. Excuse me, the Federation Fourth Fleet will allow no such thing. All ships maintain position and fire on any Romulan vessel that enters the perimeter. The Vulcan people insist that Starfleet remove its military from our star system at once. The Vulcan people are reminded that they are members of the Federation, on a world filled with Federation citizens, and that the Federation defends its worlds, whether the local governor likes it or not. Then I regret, General, that you leave us no alternative. One hour ago, in closed session, the High Command passed Bill 411, 
I hereby exercise my authority under that law and Article 3 of the Federation Charter to withdraw Planet Vulcan from the United Federation of Planets. Kroika! You can't do that. They actually can't, can they? I'm not a lawyer. Vulcan politics are slow, but they are simple, General. Remove Starfleet from Vulcan territory, or the Vulcan home fleet will open fire. On Starfleet ships? You're bluffing. General, you have made a sequence of predictions today. You were supremely confident in all of them. How many of your predictions proved correct? You can't. This is Commodore Joshua Underwood of the USS Excelsior. I'm ordering all ships to withdraw. Repeat. All ships withdraw to the edge of Vulcan sovereignty. Praetor, I invite you now to start bringing your survivors down to the surface. What about the Vulcan home fleet? Praetor, perhaps you do not understand. Vulcan has surrendered. You are its conqueror. The home fleet will obey your orders, not mine. Is that so? It is. And they can hear me? They can. Vulcan home fleet, charge your weapons and target the Vulcan city of Shirkar. What? Radek! Order acknowledged. Hold your fire. My first responsibility is justice for Romulus. Yet we are merciful. We will not massacre your world. You, First Minister, will give the order to fire on Shikar. And then I will put you to death by the sword. That will be our justice. Radak, no! Uncle, do something! Lore, how many people live in Shurkan or whatever? About 30 million. Target is locked. Is this what you wanted, Larock? Is this the peace you promised? Please, Praetor. You're a man of faith. So am I. And this Vulcan, the minister has the same faith I do. Peace. You called it a memory. But we're in a hall of memory, where ancient truths can reawaken. Please don't shatter my faith. You're a fool, Larocque. She's right. First Minister, give the order. Or I will find some Vulcan schoolgirl whose parents live in Shikar and force her to give the order. Vulcan home fleet, I order Relatio! you- Relatio! on behalf of the people, I demand Relatio. Explain your actions. What are you talking about, Tribune? This is my father's plan, and the plan of the Praetor before him. Reunification and revenge. This Vulcan made the red matter. This Vulcan destroyed our hearth worlds. Respectfully, We I don't didn't. know who was involved in the plot to kill the hearth worlds yet. But we know it wasn't the 30 million people who live in Shikar. It wasn't their children. Our families were just as innocent, and they're dead. Estes punished the dangerous. Talshira sacrificed the necessary. That city is neither. They surrendered. This is not our way. Are you sure? We can call the fleet. They're watching. Let the Romulan people tell us what they think. Ask the mob? They want blood, Radek. But after their lust crescendos, the mob will fade. 
It is the nobility of the Romulan people that will sound through all eternity. That is why they elected me. I represent the people of Romulus on its best days, not the rabble at its worst. And I, Tribune, have demanded Relatio. How do you reply? Uncle, they're Vulcans. They will dissemble and distract until we've all died of old age. Praetor, we are Romulans. We have more cunning in the points of our ears than the entire Vulcan High Command. I don't have time for this, old man. I'll give the order myself. First Minister Sulan, I sentence you... No, Murder! Traitor! <coughs> we trust it! Traitor, no! Traitor! Who fired that shot? The Vulcan said they lowered the shielding. Weren't you listening? You've killed the Praetor, Selavir. Radek, can you hear me? Father's right. It does not hug the shores. He's delirious. Mayak, you have to save him. Mayak, do you remember the next sea? Radek, I can't stabilize you. We were so loved. Why? Why did I shoot a praetor who refused the relatio? Who then used physical force against the Tribune's decree? Why did I save your life, Dr. Selene? These questions answer themselves. Praetor Salivere to the Vulcan home fleet. Your orders are to disperse and patrol the edge of this system. Ensure no Starfleet stragglers remain behind. Order acknowledged. Praetor Salivere to IRW Sharvanek. Subcommander Teleren, I think? Your ship will coordinate the landings. We will establish our base at our point of departure 20 centuries ago. Vulcan's Forge. It will be done, Praetor. First Minister Sulan, you will retain your post within the new provisional government occupation. Your subjects are to immediately deliver food, drink, and temporary shelter to the edge of the forge. More than is necessary. Enough for a million survivors to feast. We'll work out the details of reunification when my people are safe. I will see to it, Praetor. If the Romulans continue this invasion, the Federation's response... Starfleet, IRW Honorblade is at your disposal. Make good use of it. Any Starfleet officers still in this system in ten minutes will be executed as enemies of the state. I heard our phasers work now, Praetor. What are you doing? You want to kill the Romulan Praetor with the entire Romulan Empire watching in orbit? She just did. She's not a Federation general. Give me that. We need to leave. Dr. Mayak, I'm so sorry for your loss, but we need to be- I'm not going, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Mayak, what are you doing? First time I thought about defecting to the Federation. It was because the Federation told the truth. Something that's very expensive on Romulus. 
But I was lied to anyway. And worse, I believed it. My people need me, and more than ever, I need them. You'll be killed. Not if I resign my commission. Goodbye, sir. Here's my comm badge. Please tell everyone thank you for letting me serve with you. IRW on a blade, ready for transport. Energize. Dr. Mayak, I'm so... With that, this nightmare of a prisoner exchange is over. The Excelsior gets her barkeep's assistant back. What is with that guy, anyway? I'm not entirely sure. L never seemed to be around whenever I needed a drink. All I can say is, Admiral Parker works in mysterious ways. On that subject, sir, when can we expect your return to the ship? Well, actually, exec, I'd be meaning to raise that very point. I suppose with all the heads that rolled at Starfleet Command, they either couldn't spare me, or forgot about me entirely. It seems I'll be stationed here at Station Salem 1, managing refugees for the duration. Spast. It's good news for the refugees, sir. I don't know how I'll break it to the crew, though. Well, I've confirmed my replacement on the Excelsior. I think he'll do all right. After all, I've been seasoning him for two and a half years, and he confirmed his place as next in line at the Taurus Nebula affair six months ago. Me, sir? You, exec! I suppose I'd better break the habit of calling you that now. How? Don't get me wrong, the President wants you demoted. Or possibly dead. I'm not sure he's that particular. But politically... What you did during the reunification to keep the shooting from starting? It looked an awful lot like heroism. At least enough for the press. And with all the chaos of the past three weeks, the President has larger flaws to mop, and so a hero you remain. I don't feel like one. And why not, Exec? You stuck to your ideals, even longer than I would have. Certainly longer than Dovan would have. And between you and me, you were right. Peace was possible. Horribly costly, but I think less so than the war would have been. Lucky you were in the big chair that day as I see it. Frankly, sir, when I think about it, I'm... I'm frightened. Why? The Romulan people rallied to a madman and almost launched a two-way massacre about something that happened 2,000 years ago. It should never have been a question. And yet we just barely stopped the answer from being... Two species die. They're talking about a new name, you know. For the planet, I mean. The Romulans won't call it Vulcan, but the Vulcans aren't willing to call it Minchara anymore. And being honest, they may pop in and out of the Federation for a long time. Everyone's life on the planet, in the sector, is being turned inside out for this. It's a mess. That's what frightens people, not war. War is easy. War is familiar. Dying's a lot easier than changing. That's what makes people like you and Ambassador Spock so valuable. I don't know if it's a virtue or a brain defect, but you'd rather change. Hmm. 
And as long as you're talking where people are listening, I think we'll be okay. Their gunships are in visual range. Pre-flight check complete. And Reyes Helm? Ready to break orbit once these supplies are aboard. We should take off immediately. Commence primary ignition. My love? My wife, the ignition. They will open fire. Promise me we will return. Promise me I will see the forge in Saleya again. And that they will be as beautiful as they are at this moment. In that sunset. You will never see this world again, Talshira. We will die among the stars. But our children, or theirs, I know now, my love, that logic is not enough. They will need us. And we will need them. You've shown me that too. Commencing primary ignition. Three, two, one, lift off. Starship Excelsior, Commodore Joshua Underwood was played by Gareth Bowley, Praetor Kail Salim, Sean Burgos, Praetor Radek Salim, Robert Thomas Hawk, Tribune Voronicef, Edward Herman, Proconsul Celebir, Murray Bayer, Inquisitor as Task, Joshua Bruce, Talshira, Jennifer Ann Scott, General Sophia Hanas, Katie Gomez, Govdan, Larry Phelan, Admiral Athos Parker, Nathan Lisney, Lieutenant Sylvester, John Boss, Science Officer Jordan Elbrun, Adam Blanford, First Minister Sulan, James Blacker, High Priestess Treville, Jan Green, New President of the Federation, James Haney, Pharrell, Rick Albritton, Ancient Vulcan Guards, Yuri Roscoe, and Jeff Brackett, Ancient Passionist, Chase Kupal, and Zachary Bombay, Modern Vulcan Guards, John Farrell and Jeff Brackett, Admiral Garris, Mike Sorensen, Senator Tovir, Joseph Decker, Romulan Crew, Peter Stein, Clay Duggar, and Charles Bowman, Subcommander Teleron, Shanna Creamy, Old Romulan Soldier, Rick Albritton, Romulan Fleet Parents, Stephen Quinn and Tess Haddon, Romulan Fleet Child, Sabina Haney, Nurse Hennessy, Mike Hennessy, Transporter Chief Lorth, James Haney, Vulcan Crew, Mike Sorensen, Additional Chorus Voices, 
Tara Haddon and Irene Haney. Narrator, Mike Hennessy. Directed by James Magato. Executive producer, James Haney. Host producers, James Magato, Bob Hopwood, Mike Sorensen, John Farrell, Adam Blanford, Matthew Blondin, Jesse Farquharson, Stephen Quinn, Gary Cobo, Alexander Whitley, Shane Davidson, Beth Rambaker, James Haney. Artwork by John Boss. Theme song by Samuel Gillis. Full music credits at starshipexcelsior.com slash credits. Transcript by Peter Stein. The Vulcan poetic form known as Nivar was developed by Dorothy Jones in the T-negative fanzine where the poem The Territory of Rigel first appeared. Special thanks, Colin Heyman, Nathan Pope, Kenneth Moody, and Gene Roddenberry. Now a word from some friends of the show. Leadership, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starfleet Leadership Academy. It's ongoing mission to develop leaders through Star Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. A Star Trek podcast told through the lens of leadership development. Subscribe today. The Starfleet Leadership Academy. Star Trek and all related marks, logos, and characters are solely owned by CBS Studios Incorporated. This fan production is not endorsed by, sponsored by, nor affiliated with CBS, Paramount Pictures, or any other Star Trek franchise, and is a non-commercial fan-made audio drama intended for recreational use. No commercial exhibition or distribution is permitted. Starship Excelsior will return this year with two more episodes. This has been an Excelsior production.